Are you ready? Yeah, let's do this. Hey guys, I'm Jen. And I'm Amanda. And And you're listening to Fathomless. Hello everyone. Hey. What's up, what's up? Welcome back. Welcome back. So, how's everybody? Yeah, how are we guys? I feel like it's been so <laughs> long. Expecting a response. Yeah, I feel like it's been so like long since we Like we're famous or something. We're not famous. <laughs> not even close. Well, someone, someone told us that, that we were. I know, it was one of our reviews. Yeah, we think we're. Pre- appreciate that you. We think we're famous. think I have that much self-confidence in me. Yeah. I, I don't wish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So... Where did we leave off? We left off at Dighton Rock. I'm well, pretty sure. for Bridgewater, the last episode was the uh, Lisk or Liskey Halloween family murders. True. So that one was uh, was a sad one. Yeah, that one was our Halloween themed. Yeah. Themed. Yeah. I no. guess it, it, you know it sounds so bad when you say it out loud. I know. But you guys I know. know what we mean. Yeah. Well, a lot of podcasts do that. Like. It'll be like, okay, month of October, we're going to do all, like, October murders. So, that's what we did. But, yeah, so for for Bridgewater Triangle um, series, as you can probably tell by the title, this is another Bridgewater Triangle episode. We left off at all the famous rocks, the Dighton Rock, the Profile. Anawan Rock. Profile. So. All of them. All the rocks. Lots of rocks. Yeah, there's a lot of weird rocks. But you know what? Profile rock is crazy because it really, I don't know if it looks the same from the sides, if it like crumbled. Yeah. Um, it does not look the same. But also, like the state of New Hampshire, their like state logo, their state fucking picture everywhere old is, man in the mountain. is the old man in the mountain. I and used to see that every year. It's on the quarter, it's on all the um, road and highway signs, the license plates. Yeah, it's on the license plates. It crumbled sure it's on the like, like national park signs too like where you go to like oh, the yeah. white mountains and stuff it's everywhere always like a pine tree and like the old man in the mountain um it crumbled like 20 years ago but it's heartbreaking tragedy yeah, but it does the side profile rocks are crazy when they actually look like they a are. face it's like and then vermont okay. has the man-eating rock in the bennington triangle yeah there's just a lot of weird rocks in new yeah. england yeah so we're gonna dive a little bit deeper into some spookiness of the Bridgewater Triangle. Yeah. Um, today we're going to cover the Freetown Fall River State Forest. Yeah. And we're going to go more in depth. Like we said, we were kind of, we did talk about it in our overview episode, but Jen's going to give us some, uh, some very creepy stories. We're going to talk about some murders. Moitas. A moita, you couple, say. Couple moitas. Moitas. Couple moitas. Couple moitas. Tongue twister. Yeah. Um, and then we have a couple little ghost stories at the end as well, just to throw in this episode to love a good juice ghost story. Yeah, you're gonna have a little thing to juice yeah. up an episode. Um, all right, so Amanda is gonna chime in a lot on this episode just because she has a very extensive knowledge of all things Bridgewater Triangle. But I mean, we had to split up the series somehow. I have to do some episodes, so yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Amanda's just extra smart. So anyway, you ready? Yes, to learn I'm about ready. something and you already know about, Amanda. Smart, madam. Oh, thank you, thank you. 
Um, so the Freetown Fall River State Forest or the Freetown State Forest, it's kind of interchangeably used. It's a publicly owned forest that covers about 5,000 acres in the towns of Fall River, Freetown, and Lakeville, Massachusetts. Um, so how does this tie into Bridgewater Triangle? Um, definitely the site of a lot of conflict during the wars between the English settlers and the indigenous tribes. So, um, yes. lots of spooky things happened in those, in these woods. Um, so we did the whole rock episode, um, but profile rock and Dighton rock are like part of the state Two forest of the main hot spots in the state. Yeah. Forest. So they're part of the state forest, but they're important enough that they had their own episode. Um, I've been talking for like three minutes and my mouth already hurts. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Jen's having a moment over here. I know. We just sat down to do this and I'm like, <laughs> already like, ready. we got, we got like what? Four episodes to go. Three episodes to go. So yeah. Well, we switch off. So true. Kind of have a break. You only have two. So, um, but yeah. All right. Sorry guys. Back to the forest. So, um, it's home to Pearl Far Rock or discussed um and if you guys don't remember just a quick reminder it is the rock that used to before it crumbled resemble the profile of chief massasoit yes um and there's reports of a man's ghost uh being seen sitting on the rock with his arms outstretched yes it's rumored that uh metacomet also known as king philip who was the son of the sachem massasoit uh, they believe that he may have spent the night before his death sleeping underneath yeah. Profile Rock. It, it's, the pictures are crazy of it. I'm just like, I can't stop looking at them. <laughs> I'm like, very that, cool. Yeah. Um, and like we said, like we've climbed to the top of this rock before and the views are fucking awesome. Can't do it anymore. Sorry. But yeah, it is close to the public, <clears throat> unfortunately, at the moment. They're just unsure whether or not it's structurally sound enough or safe enough for anyone to go up there. Um, so as of right now, it's just safe. For I mean, it was hard to get up the there public in the public to so. not go up there. I mean, I wouldn't want to climb up like a 50 foot rock face and then have it crumble down. It's not 50 feet, but you know what I mean? It's scary. It's like a, it, I what, wouldn't like want three stories almost. Like, yeah, kind of be like falling off a three story balcony if it just like, but dropped. it's like all trees and you don't know. There's a lot of rocks you could land on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the forest is actually owned by the Commonwealth of Massachusetts and it's operated by the Department of Conservation and Recreation. So the state first acquired the land and a it for, uh, for, sorry, they first acquired land and a it for the forest in 1913 and they purchased about nine acres of land. And then the majority of the forest land was acquired over time. So recent additions include over 700 acres added from, like, as recent as 2012, 2015. Wow. So they're, like, adding, like, more land space like to the forest. more protected land. Exactly. Which is nice. Yeah. Um, the forest has over 50 miles of trails for walking, hiking, and biking, um, off-roading, horseback riding, you name it. Um, you can camp in the forest. So, um a very much like recreational center for fam- it's a beautiful forest oh yeah absolutely in the daytime um yeah it's home to all this like nature and massachusetts forests are just like beautiful they really are gorgeous um, one of a kind but you know unfortunately it does have the dark reputation being you know associated with the bridgewater triangle and the king philip's war um it's actually known to be one of the most haunted forests in the world 
and it's just yeah, isn't it like up i always see it on lists with like the suicide forest in, in japan. japan yeah it's on the and list yep there's some weird creepy forests in like transylvania or yep. like out there somewhere in like eastern europe i yeah. forget the name it's, of them it's but. on a lot of the lists of like most haunted forests so I believe it. um just people just describe it as this place that attracts evil definitely can see that yeah um so many large fires have occurred in the forest, burning down hundreds of acres, destroying parts of the forest, you know, fucking ecosystems, animals, yeah, their homes. Forest fires are very yeah. devastating. Yeah. Uh, luckily, they don't happen too often on the East Coast. Thankfully. Uh, but it does happen. It can. Um, it's also been a hotspot for many crimes and incidents. and. These crimes have been linked to the Bridgewater Triangle just because just the dark energy yeah. that the forest has. They it think seems it attracts like it, these Yeah, things. it almost lures yes. people to this area to make these things happen and like almost like a magnet for yeah. like it's like a weird vortex things. for strange activity, negative energy, paranormal just activity, yeah. just like murder. You know, um, I've brought, heard a lot of animal bodies. mutilations are found there too. Yeah, we'll kind of get into that. Okay. Um, so let's just kind of get into the first like murder that is probably the most well known within the right. Freetown State Forest. You've definitely heard of this, Amanda. So the body of Mary Lou Arruda yep. was found tied to a tree in the forest in November of 1978. So Mary was a 15-year-old high school girl, and she was a cheerleader. She and was in Raynham, right? Yep. She was abducted from Raynham, Massachusetts, two months earlier on September 8, 1978. And this was just two days after her 15th birthday. So she's a high school girl. She's a fucking cheerleader. She's 15. She's living her she life. She just goes out one day for a bike ride. Just being a fucking 15-year-old. Yeah. Being so innocent. So it was about 4 p.m. Oh. She leaves for her bike ride. And then her bike was later found by the side of the road like oh a few God, hours later. That. Yeah. It took nine weeks to find her body. Remember, she wasn't found until November. Yeah. And um, so by the time they found her, you know, obviously she was decomposing to some point. Um, it was actually kids who were riding their dirt bikes that found her oh my god and what's really weird is that her possessions had been like arranged around her in like a semi-circle fun yeah mm, weird i don't like that i don't like that either so her autopsy proved that her cause of death was strangulation by ligature or positional asphyxia um so she was tied to the tree and became unconscious and then eventually like the weight of her head against yeah, the ligature like caused her forward. to suffocate yep so i like i Ugh. hate that so fucking much oh my god this poor girl um like i was writing this and i was like imagine how she felt in that fucking moment right? like being Ugh. tied to a tree alive can't even i'm sorry we just went there it's terrible it fucking awful so it was also determined that she died the day that she was abducted. Ugh, at least she wasn't, like, held for several weeks and tortured. I mean, not that any of this has been, Nothing, like, good, yeah, but, yeah. you know. So, a man named James Cater, uh, 31 years old of Brockton, 
was convicted for the murder of Mary. He was linked to the crime by tire tracks that were found near her bike that matched the unusual pattern like that his car tires had. Yeah. And also they found a specific type of cigarette at the scene. Um, It was a Benson and Hedges cigarette. I've never heard of that before. Yeah. Um, and he also smoked these cigarettes. Okay, so he's some weird dude who has specific car tires and smokes specific cigarettes. Yeah. Good. I'm glad you got caught. Um, also, <laughs> you're going to laugh. He drove a lime green car with a black oh, racing I, stripe. Excuse- <laughs> I know it was like, what, the late 70s, early 80s? So I guess like... But why the fuck but if you're committing I'm sorry, crimes? Lime fucking green... I'm just saying, Lime if you're committing green. crimes, get, like, a black car. Get a goddamn Toyota Camry. Like, be, <laughs> like, be, no- be a normal criminal. Get a fucking Fuck Nissan Altima. No, like, just don't look listen, normal. No, just how about you just don't or yeah, abduct children. Or, yeah, just don't children. abduct and murder people. <laughs> We're giving people instructions on how to do it with normal cars. Buy this kind of car. <laughs> no, well, don't. Take a note. How about yeah. you just don't? But I just think it's funny, like, that you're... Driving around with this car that is clearly that's like, recognizable. Um, that's the, And like, you're fucking snatching up children. That's like the son driving the fucking bright yellow Jeep Wrangler in the Joan and Peter Porco case. Yep. Chris Porco. It's like, bro, what are you doing? You're driving like a very obvious vehicle. So this lime green car had been seen in Mary's neighborhood. And many eyewitnesses reported seeing this car and seeing the driver like who are you ricky bobby yeah he is yeah um so they gave this description of the band to the police and a composite sketch is made and you know weirdly there's a striking resemblance between the sketch and this fucking whatever his name is james cater guy ricky bobby (laughs) (laughs) sorry will ferrell also, he had been released from prison in January of 1976, just two years earlier, for a similar crime. So it was why a- was he released? Yeah, that's what I was thinking because it was the 70s. So it was a 13 year old girl. I'm guessing he was a white man. So yeah, okay, it was, yeah, it was a 13 year old girl now. who had survived his attack and was able to free herself after Cater just like left her for dead. You go girl, but like awful that you even had to fucking go through that in the first place. So uh, my reasoning is if he got out, he must have got out because she didn't die and they yeah. were like, oh, she lived. So it was so like attempted slap on kidnapping. The yeah. So that, that, yeah, that's like, like, I think like what, like maybe 10 year maximum. Yeah, something probably and even then wicked. it was probably way more relaxed. They were probably like, hey now. <laughs> You don't be doing that again, sir. Yeah, and then he did it two years later, but he actually killed we the girl. made him go shovel rocks for, like, what, 30 days in a fucking penitentiary, and then we're like, all right, you You're behave good. now. <laughs> you learned your lesson. You don't rapist. you be kidnapping girls anymore, sir. I think the only way to punish... I, I'm not going to say it out loud. He should have gotten a certain type it's of punishment. It's a hot topic. I get it. <laughs> I, I... Let's just move on. So his <laughs> conviction was actually overturned a few times. Um, I think it was tried like four fucking times for Jesus. this. And in 1996, he was ultimately found guilty and sentenced to life in prison. So what, like his attorney just kept making like appeals Probably. for different reasons? Yeah. Um, he never admitted to having any involvement in Mary's death. Um, and then he died Bro, in prison. Bro, all signs point to you in your lime green vehicle. Yeah. He died in prison from cancer in 2016. So 
Sayonara. Good. Um, so in 1987, um, a homeless person that was mistaken for an undercover police officer was murdered in the forest. I couldn't find anything on that, but it came up in many articles that a person was mistaken, like just a passerby yeah. was mistaken for an undercover police officer There's a lot and was of murdered. Stuff in like our Bridgewater Triangle research that I've seen where it's like you'll see a story and you'll try to dig for more like, okay, like where where did this come from and like more evidence about it, but all you'll find is like the same like couple paragraphs repeated over and over again about it where there's just no more information. Kind of like the witch tree. I can't yeah. find any information online. So I think we've mentioned it briefly before, but the witch tree is this spot in um, Halifax. It's like Halifax Middleborough, Middleborough line on um, Fuller Street. Um, so you pull up and it's like um, on the, it's kind of in this like marsh field or like yeah. cornfield or something. And it's this crazy looking tree that's like, basically dead and dying yeah um and there's like a couple it's a handful of gravestones and it's just known as the witch tree in town but and yeah so the no nothing about it the local legend that like goes among like teenagers and people is that it's where they would hang witches in the town and that's why there's graves there however those trees would not have been around 100 years ago they're like pine trees that are only probably like maybe 50 60 years old um that have like been diseased and rotted out um and the cemetery like if you look at the headstones it's a family plot it, it's a family plot they all have the same last name on them and there's a, t- a ton of those it's tiny all, like, family perkins. plots it's all the perkins family so in massachusetts yeah that is called a smallpox cemetery um or just a family plot back in the day in rural communities they didn't have like a town cemetery that you would bring you know your family to and do everything in the funeral home and you know bury them in the grave when someone died they would die in their home the priest would come to them and do their last rites and you know they would like people the you know doctor would come to the house the body would be embalmed if they had money for that and they would be put in a pine box and put in a family plot outside it's a common thing in the south too there will be like a family plot you know on big like farms and plantations and um you'll see like a little fenced off area with like a big beautiful you know oak tree and just little family headstones it's a very very common practice yeah so it's just it's likely that it's a smallpox cemetery however there are weird things that happen there i've actually gone there before and my sister Heather and I saw a, and this trigger warning, this is going to be really sad. Um, it's a, a mutilated animal and it was a pet. Um, it was a corpse, like a mummified, like petrified kind of like all like mummified corpse of a bearded dragon, which is not a lizard that is found in this area just out and about in the wild. Um, and it was pet. pretty big. Yeah, like somebody's pet, like about a foot long. And it like you could bear like it didn't like it was basically almost a skeleton with just like leathery, muscly like skin left on the outside of it. And my sister saw it first and she was like, the fuck is that in the grass? Because it was like like basic. It was all like super frosty because it was in like, I think, November when we went. So it was like stuck into the the ground. And I looked closer at it. I was like, that's a fucking lizard. 
And I could tell by the shape of its head and, like, the shape of its spine and tail that it was, like, a bearded dragon, which is, like, a common house. pet that you can, yeah, yeah, it's a common it's a house, house pet, pet that you can get from Petco. Like, someone intentionally put that there. And I know that that's, like, a common thing that has been seen in, like, the triangle and, like, the outskirts areas. Yeah, we'll get into a little bit of Whether it's, you know, uh, a sacrifice or it's just kids fucking around, you really don't know. But I will never forget that weird moment. Yeah, just because you go there and you're, like, expecting something weird, but you don't expect to ever actually have something weird happen to you there. Yeah, like, like, we've gone there a handful of times. Several times and just taken pictures because it's a cool little spooky spot. In the fall, it looks so cool. If like the mist rolls in in the fields and yeah, it's there's def- just this like little standalone tree really with cool. these little headstones. Um, the headstones actually used to be more intact. And at one point, I want to say I was probably like 15 or 16 when this happened. Um, a bunch of kids like decimated the graves and like kicked over the headstones Such and broke them. Such fucking assholes. Yeah. And like, like, who raised you? Yeah, so it got ruined. You used to be able to, like, read all of the headstones, and that's how I knew that they all said Perkins. And that's they when I was, probably like, it's a family like, plot. Oh, these are witch graves. Like, fuck the witches. They're probably those, like, fucking assholes. Something, that... or just fucking, I don't know, kids in fucking Middleborough and Halifax were fucking. Aren't nice. No, they're not. Sorry if you're from that area, but you know you <laughs> Actually, know the kind of people I'm talking about. Just kids aren't nice in general. Teenagers True. are fucking assholes, especially that, like, like small towns, they got nothing better to do than deface other people's property and fuck around and, you know. Yeah. Um, so just like finishing up on the murders, um, I guess in 2001, the bodies of two men were shot and found on Bell Rock Road in the forest. Um, one victim's name was released and it was that of 33-year-old Edward Negron. Ne- I can't pronounce that name. Of Fall River. Um, so a passerby discovered Maybe Negron. Negron. Something. Possibly. Maybe. I could be wrong. We could both be butchering <clears> it. <throat> sorry. It's okay. And I just coughed into the mic. Sorry, guys. Um, so a passerby discovered the bodies in a remote part of the state forest, um, which is creepy, just being in that, like, remote spot and you're coming across two fucking dead bodies. Right? That's so horrifying. Police found a silver Mazda parked across Bell Rock Road with one of the bodies still inside, and oh. the other was found lying 20 feet away, face down on the side of the road. Um, And like I mentioned earlier, the forest has also just become a popular, like, dumping ground, I guess, yes. if you want to call it that, for killers to get rid of their victims' bodies. I, I try to look into more, like, bodies found and my Google search engine is horrible. <laughs> if you, if anyone were to look at it, sure we're on a list somewhere. <laughs> but it's like murders in the state forest, like bodies dumped in the state forest. Like I couldn't really find a bunch of things, but it's just what they say. A lot of these things are legends, so take everything you kind of yeah. say with a grain of salt. Um, because a lot of the things that we say are just legends and stories yeah it's all things passed down you know from people in the area stuff that's been written in books but it doesn't mean that it you know was 100 percent no true so um here's where we kind of get into the more like the animal mutilation things that amanda was talking about so the 1980s was definitely the time of the satanic panic satanic panic demons demons (laughs) so 
The police have had many reports from witnesses of satanic cult activity in the state forest over the years. Um, during this time, there had begun what people refer to as the Fall River cult killings. Dark sided. Which is like disgusting to even think about. Carl Drew was this fucking dude. Was the leader of this fucking cult shit. Um he it's is, like a Manson wannabe, basically, right? Yeah, I think he was just inspired and like had to do his own shit in Fall River, which is just oh like God. way to just like Fall River already doesn't have the best rap, like way to just slap another thing on there. Yeah. Um so he slaughtered and sacrificed women in the forest. Like, this is what he did. Fucking horrifying. I need a sip of water. Hang on. <clears throat> this is uh, I thought you'd, like, a sing one. a song to fill in the silence. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. I didn't know I was supposed to. <laughs> Amanda, you should know to fucking read my mind by now. My, Jesus. I turned my telepathy off this morning. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, in October of 1979, he murdered a prostitute named Donna Levesque. Um, another woman named Karen Marston witnessed this murder, supposedly, and she was like, fuck this, I want out, um, and she, too, was tortured and killed in January of 1980. Oh, my God. She was beaten and, um, had her fingernails pulled out while she was still alive. It's crazy how, like, medical examiners can tell, like, what happened to people when they were alive. Oh, my God. Versus when they weren't. Yeah. And imagine that fucking torture there's yeah ew i'm mm. ew, i'm ew, i hate this i don't have words so carl drew then um decapitated her and did some very horrible and unmentionable things to her body that i'm not gonna say some, out loud some necrophiliac um, kind of stuff I will tell you later privately, but I'm I'm just I can't say it. I'm out sure loud you can look it up if you want yeah. to. Um, I'm not. I can't. I want to fucking vomit, and I just get so angry. Oh my so, god. So, um, also like, there's all these like man-made clearings stained with what was believed to be like animal blood in the forest. Yep, I've heard of like um, cows being found there, possibly. Yeah. Again not sure that's what really pushed this like satanic ritual theory was the cattle carcasses specifically arranged in these man-made clearings that's fucking blood everywhere weird. so it wasn't you know once twice it was like multiple yeah and um i couldn't find anything about it really online but it's in the documentary um the amazon documentary yes it's amazon right um there's a certain apartment building with a certain apartment number that a lot of these rituals were carried about in. You yes, know what I'm talking about, right? River, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure that apartment building is still standing. And um, some crazy shit happened. And I, I don't know if you want to elaborate on this. I couldn't find the details really online. I can't remember the exact street that the apartment's on. Like you said, it's in the documentary um, that is on... I believe it's on Amazon, and it's all, like, if you have Amazon Prime, it's free. And if you have Roku, it's on, I think, Freevee or Tubi, one of those, like, weird free movie channels. If you're, like, a movie buff, you know exactly what I'm talking about, because I download all the free movie channels and watch weird shit. Yeah, I don't know. I like, watch it, like, with ads, but it's I don't know bad. if it was, like, it's the... also on YouTube. Yeah, um, there's a bunch of stuff on the Bridgewater Triangle on YouTube. 
there's so many things. Uh, I don't know if it was Carl Drew's apartment or if it was, you know, an apartment he frequented. But I'm pretty sure it was, it was Carl like, Drew's apartment. It was like a hub the, for, yeah. like, a lot of the satanic Seemed rituals. Seemed to be, a, like, a, and, a spot that they would often hang out. Yeah. Um. So, there's that. I would hate to be living in that apartment today. Oh, my God, right? Um, I don't think they mentioned the apartment number on the documentary, but they showed the outside of the building. And yeah, it's like... Can't be too hard to find. Classic Fall River buildings. Yeah. Um, so, you know, besides the murders, besides the uh, satanic rituals, the animal carcasses being found, uh, arranged in specific ways, there's also been reports of hazardous waste being dumped in the forest, reports of aggressive dogs, like these wild, aggressive dogs. Yeah. I've heard of, like, packs of aggressive dogs, yeah. too. And, um... I guess recently there was reports of an escaped emu just wandering about the forest. I love How that. How the fuck did an emu get to Massachusetts? Um, so emus are they and nat- ostriches are you're actually allowed to have them as livestock without having a special like exotic animal permit in the state of Massachusetts. Wow, um, Massachusetts is one of the strictest states. They are. You can't have a pet. You can't like get a pet fox you or a skunk, emu. but you can have an emu or an ostrich. Um, okay, that was in a a lot of and a peacocks as well. Yeah, so I know I'm like, I had people in uh, Lakeville next to me, and they had peacocks and emus, and the peacocks would get out constantly. Okay, and so maybe it was just like, someone's escaped pet going like, around doing that. It was weird sighted peacock. a bunch. Yeah, so I believe it because emus can kind of be they can like handle this environment fairly well. So, and they're fucking fast. Yeah, well, someone lost their pet emu one day, I guess. All right, so another weird thing was in 2016, um, wires were found stretched, like, between trees across trails. I remember trails. reading this. Like, they were trying to, like, fucking clothesline some ATV riders yeah. or something. and these are Which trails. Horrible. That are, like, frequently used. Um, and, you know, that could possibly fucking decapitate somebody. You could seriously injure somebody or kill somebody. Yeah, That's so terrible. Yeah, um, so so fucked up, and I, I I feel like I've heard of that happening, like even in like Plymouth and like the fucking power lines and stuff. Yeah, like that's not anything that. Uh, yep, there was something has... just similar of that with that in Kingston. It wasn't like clotheslines, but somebody was dropping large boulders I in the middle I of the saw... road in the middle of the night and causing people to get in serious car accidents. Fucking assholes! And dude was found just like like he was. Found after a stakeout, like the the cops like hid in the woods on that road, oh and at ten God. o'clock at night they saw this dude get out of his pickup truck, drop a boulder in the middle of the road, and then drive to his house, which was right down the street. And he was just sitting on his porch, like just drinking a beer, smoking a cigarette, waiting to hear somebody hit that. And he was like within an earshot that he would have been able to hear them get in the accident, hear like Who the fuck was people this guy? respond to the accidents. With someone I went to high school with. Are you fucking kidding me? Nope. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Yep. You can tell me his name later. I will. What a fucking asshole. So, um, the forest has also been a hot spot for UFO and ghost sightings, orbs of light, um, just heavy feelings of uneasiness. Yep. A lot of that in the swamp too, Amanda will get to in her episode. Um, but the forest is also a hot spot for that. I've heard a lot ghost of like sightings phantom too. Campfires, yep. people will see, or they'll like think they hear people like chatting in the woods and like, or, like get closer drumming, to it. Yeah, chanting. or drumming. And when um, they get closer, it just stops. Yep. Um, in 1974, 
Uh, former President Ronald Reagan himself reported seeing strange lights in the sky within the forest. Apparently, he was flying over um, like a Sonnet Ledge area um, with pilot Air Force Colonel Bill Painter and two of his security personnel. So these strange lights were like tailing their plane and then they would like accelerate and then decelerate at these like crazy speeds. And then they shot, then the figure shot upward at a 45 degree angle and then just disappeared. Which is not something any aircraft or as the Pentagon likes to say, weather balloon. It's always a damn weather balloon. It was a UFO. Yeah, it was a UFO. But they always try to say that it's a weather (laughs) balloon. Yeah, okay. Um, Yeah, so... Mr. President saw it himself. Ronald Reagan. Not that we should trust what every president says out Especially loud. Especially fucking Reagan. Um, <laughs> I, you know what? I don't fucking get into presidential shit. So you know, leave I'm me a, out of I'm it. a history buff. See, so you know <laughs> I. Uh... Well, this ain't it. This ain't history of the Manda. This is state forest spooky yeah. shit with Jen. If you want to know how I feel about <laughs> Ronald Reagan, you can email me. You can email me. Just All right. Kidding. Please don't. Let's get into um, another little creature we've already talked about. Strange sightings Ooh, of Pukwudgies. We've already talked about Pukwudgies. Amanda will talk about Pukwudgies, I'm sure, in the swamp. Um, oh, yeah. They are sighted in the forest a lot. And... Um, Remember, they're these like magical shapeshifter, little goblin-like creatures, kind of fae-like creatures, very mischievous. mischievous. Yeah. yeah. Um. So Pakwajis are in the forest. They are, and they like to get you to get into the forest with them. Yep. No thanks. I got other things to do. Um. So I feel like the most notable landmark, besides like the special rocks in the in the forest, Dighton Rock and Profile Rock. A Sonnet Ledge. Yes, I was going to ask if you were going to bring uh, this yeah, up. Yeah, bitch. Um, Sonnet Ooh. Ledge is creepy. Um, so it's also known as just the ledge. Yep. It's Have you ever been quotes. there? I won't go there. I'm yeah. not going to go there. It's... I would. No, I'm too scared. It's a really now weird that I, place. Now that I know all the shit. Uh, um, so it is an 80 foot deep like drop into a quarry. It's like a rock quarry. Yeah. Like, I don't it's know. Man-made, to, right? I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, it's man-made. You know what a quarry is, people. Uh, yeah, you know what it is. Um, well, the Quincy quarries are all dried up. This quarry actually has water. Yeah. So, um, this is an area where sightings of several ghosts have been reported, and many say they see spirits of indigenous people weaving between the trees. I believe it. Um, another tale of a sonnet ledge involves a young girl who would meet her forbidden lover on the ledge. Ooh. Yeah, scandalous. So apparently he stopped coming um, to meet her. And Rude. after he stopped, she threw herself off the cliff to her death. And her spirit is still seen there. Others have spoken about having this compelling urge to jump off the cliff. Oh, yeah. And just this overwhelming sense of doom, like, when they approach it. The intrusive thoughts get real when you're hanging out at the ledge. Yeah, I just won't go there. Um, So, actually, in 2020, a 19-year-old from Wareham was airlifted to Rhode Island Hospital after he jumped from the ledge. But, apparently, he was just swimming with his friends in the quarry. And tried to just... And tried jump. to jump from this 80-foot drop, Ooh. and he was unresponsive when he surfaced. Yeah, dude, you drop, like, your body's going to hit that like it would hit like a slab of concrete. Yeah. So his friends, 
you know, pulled him from the water. He was not breathing and he did not have a pulse. So they had to perform CPR. That's how you know that kid did not pass physics. Um, he, <laughs> he thought that he could fucking jump from that. He lived, if you're Thank wondering. God. Um, no, so, I feel better since I made a joke. But I couldn't find anything on his, like, status of how he was. I'm, I'm sure, depending on how he landed... Hopefully he didn't break anything. Super I'm sure bad. he did. I'm sure he broke some but, like couple ribs, ribs at maybe. the least. Yeah, yeah. Um, had a concussion, but hopefully that was the least of it. it. Was just some bumps, bruises, and a little bit of breakage. Yeah, no permanent so, damage. D- don't drop. Don't jump from the yeah, ledge. Yeah, do not jump from the ledge. So, ever. um, a sonnet ledge is just spooky, scary. I personally wouldn't want to go myself. Um, I don't know. Maybe we'll see. Maybe one once, day. It was very uh very creepy. This is like daytime, but it is. You get this very weird feeling. Um, and when you do, when you stand there, you like all you can think of is like, what if I just like just jump, stepped right over? No, I wouldn't even go near the ledge. I'd be like, I'm scared. I'm going to stay over here. <laughs> no one, no ghosty can push me off. Yeah. Like, I didn't even think of like jumping. I was just like, what if I just kept walking? Oh, just, my God. Yeah. Stop, please. So, like I said, the intrusive thoughts get real. Um, <sighs> just, you know, go with friends and be safe. Well, Two other reports of men falling to their deaths happened. Yeah, I've, I've heard of people, like, drinking there. Well, and... a man named Edward Cabral died in 2001 when he fell from the ledge. Um, apparently, he was attempting to climb down. And if you... We'll post Ooh. pictures of this. I don't Why? think you can climb down this Even if thing. you were, like, an experienced climber, well, I don't was... think you'd want to do that. He was only was he 24. Like climbing? I don't know. I don't know if he was, like, a climber climber or what like, but did he have equipment or was he just climbing on down i don't know Ugh. i'm i'm hoping that he was if he was climbing down that ledge that, that he, he was like an experienced but, like, I, if you're climber. a climber why are you climbing into a quarry like yeah. i can see maybe With, if like, you wanted to climb, climb down water but if you maybe if you want to climb down to get like a closer look like maybe he was looking for a cool spot to but smoke a bowl no, i don't know really, like, a, like a beach down there so yeah. like there's nowhere to really like Unless there's, like, another little, like, ledge on the rock face that's, further down. That's what I was thinking, maybe. That he was trying to get to, but, yeah. I just, oh. Scary. So, another man named Paolo S. Oliveira was 32 when he fell from the ledge in 2007. He was emptying his gasoline tank. <laughs> Don't ask me why, but apparently this was used to, like, he was camping and he used this to start, like, campfires and stuff. Okay. But if you have, like, extra gasoline, also, like, don't pour it into a quarry. Just, like, bring some lighter fluid. And burn it. And use that. You don't have to siphon gas from your car. But, I mean, I guess if you forgot it, then, I, I don't know. You could also just, like, grab some fucking kindling from the woods. Well, I don't know if he was just, like, oh, this gasoline's old. I can't use it. I need to get rid of it. Because, like, I know, like, gasoline, like, you can't, like use it after a certain time if it's yeah. been sitting there yeah if it's been sitting you in can a can just, like, for a while burn you don't it wanna, or like, whatever but put it i in take something. it somewhere and dispose of it somewhere else don't pour it into the woods yeah okay so weird but anyway fortunately he passed away um when emptying his gas can um so this forest has um you know like we said beautiful hiking trails during the day but the locals know to steer clear at night. Yeah. One traveler during, um, he was traveling at night through the roads. He kept getting these glimpses of something like outside his window. Um, 
and he saw a dark figure step out of the forest and speed up with his car and then just disappear. Um, other drivers have reported their cars just breaking down or having their headlights just mysteriously go out. So he had something running next to his car? Uh, yeah, it was like a figure, like a dark figure that like... I hate that. Yeah. Did you ever think of that as a, like I had that intrusive thought as a kid where you'd be in the backseat of the car as your parents were driving and, and you'd, you'd think see something, something was running behind you after the car um and this this dude lived through that and you're probably asking like why are people driving through the woods at night well these forests these state forests have roads access roads where like i drive through the miles sanders state forest all the time it's a good it's a cut through it's a good cut through especially if you're trying to get um from like the bridgewater area to fall river you don't have to take the highway like 495, 24, or 140. Yeah, you can I'll take these back roads. If I'm going from like South Carver to like South Plymouth or like Center Plymouth area, I'll cut through the Miles Sanders State Forest because yeah. it's it's better than going up and around and all this traffic when I can just drive straight to my destination with no traffic. And I have done it at night multiple, multiple times. So, but. Now I probably won't alone knowing this. I I I will probably just won't stop thinking about that now. It's a uh, yeah. I've driven through both forests at night. I've actually walked through the Freetown Fall River State Forest at night too. It was a very uh, creepy feeling. Um, I had gone to Profile Rock and hung out with some friends. We were you know smoking weed, being hooligans. you were doing what? I was doing drugs on Profile Amanda. Rock. I was sorry, Dad. You can't be doing that. I, Jesus. I was like in my 20s. I'm just kidding. I, uh, but yeah, we were all hanging out there and I brought my camera. We were taking like some cool sunset photos on top of Profile Rock. And once the sun started to set, we knew that we had to to leave because, you know, we didn't want to get a parking ticket. It's really, like most state parks, as everyone knows, it's dusk till dawn. So you got to get out at dusk. Um, and as we were walking through, if you've been to there, you know, Profile profile rocks like a mile in yeah you gotta like um, park your car and then like walk. walk like so we were walking a mile back to our car and it got like pitch black in the woods real fucking quick uh we did not remember that that was gonna happen we were like oh it'll be fine if it's sunset but like sunset in the woods gets fucking dark really yeah fast. once the sun sets there ain't um, no more sun amanda yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we didn't remember Live and learn. <laughs> Did anything creepy happen? It was just a very unsettling feeling as you walk through the woods. Nothing really strange happened. Um, we obviously, like, we got to the car really quick, but all of us were like, I'm so uncomfortable right now. Yeah. Like, you that. felt like there was somebody standing behind every tree just watching as you walked by. Oh, stop it. And when I lived in Taunton, the forest that I lived in felt very much like that as well. Oh, yeah. I hated walking around that forest with you. God, honestly. Always. I was like, Amanda, it's fucking noon but i'm scared it's very <laughs> it's very creepy um so unless you have anything else to add to the uh forest not part really of this? did we cover it all did I we think get we, it i think we got it all so in conclusion the state forest is spooky scary creepy yeah. It's one of the creepiest forests it's one of the most haunted the united states um but if you're up for the challenge, go visit, go walk a trail, and yeah. go to a Sonnet Ledge. And 
let us know what your experience is. Definitely. But we're going to get into a couple more quick little ghost stories um, associated with the Bridgewater Triangle. So the first is pretty popular. Everyone, I feel like, has heard of it if they've heard the Bridgewater Triangle. It's the red-headed hitchhiker of yes. Route 44. Um, and this isn't necessarily in the fall, Freetown Fall River State Forest, but it's in the triangle. It's in the triangle. And like I said, this is just a little extra to yeah. spoof in there. It's not in the forest, but so this is um, in Rehoboth, Massachusetts, which is part of the triangle. And so this man is seen walking down Route 44 at night waiting to be picked up by passing cars. He's always described the same way. He's wearing a red flannel shirt. He's got these dirty jeans and boots. Um, he's got this like kind of long-ish red hair and this big bushy red beard. Um, and oh yeah, he's got these dark, empty, soulless eyes. Yep. So terrifying. Not terrifying in the least bit. Super terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> So people have reported picking him up after spotting him on the side of the road with his thumb up. Um, he'll only get in the back seat and he won't respond when he's asked where he's going. He remains silent, but then after a few minutes, he'll begin to giggle. And then this giggle develops into this uncontrollable, sinister laughter. And then he just disappears. Fun. Not fun. So sometimes he's seen just like walking into the woods along the road or he's just seen standing in the middle of the road and not moving, just letting cars pass right through him. And I then even when he vanishes from your back seat, even if he never gets into your car at all, his presence never leaves. Um, he'll mess with your radio and play his fucking laugh through the speakers. Ooh. Yeah. That crazy fucking laugh. Ooh. I've also heard that people will see him just in their rearview mirror. Yep. And like they won't pick him up, but yep, he'll, but just, he'll be just pop up in, in the back, back seat. seat. Yep. Yep. Um, I hate that. So fucking Because scary. I don't pick up hitchhikers. I will drive right by you. I'm sorry. Yeah. But if I drive right by you and then all of a sudden I look back and you've appeared in my back seat, I'm fucking like tucking rolling out of the car. <laughs> I'm leaving it. It's just fucking yep. going. So nobody knows who this ghost is. Nobody knows who the man is. Um, it's been suggested that he may have just been in an accident along that stretch of the road. Yeah. Or he was like clipped by a car when trying to hitchhike. Possibly 40, that, that stretch of 44, for people who aren't from the area, it's kind of like a pretty big state highway. It goes, you know, really, it goes really far. Yeah. Um, it goes forever. All the way down to like the Cape, basically. Um, so it's, um, it's a well-traveled road. So, I mean, I'm sure there's been a ton of accidents on there that, haven't been reported over the years and stuff. And this is something that we've heard since we were like young kids. So. I've never seen him. I have never seen him. And I lived in that area for like four years, like right off of that stretch of 44. And like I said, that forest was fucking creepy and a lot of weird things happened. And the house I lived in was haunted, but people did die in the house I lived in. Yeah. So that had a lot to do with that. Um, but I don't think being in the triangle helped, you know? No, not at um, all. Um, but yeah, I never saw a redheaded hitchhiker. Yeah, I, I don't know what wanted I wanted to. I don't know what I'd do if I'd seen him. I'd be so fucking scared. I think it's because I always wanted to so badly that it never happens. I think it's when you're not ex like you're least expecting it that it happens to you. Well, enough about this guy because I'm scared now. Tell I me have... about the mad trucker, Amanda. Yeah. Amanda's got this 
other so ghost story. This is another one that came up when I was doing my Hockamock Swamp research. Because, of course, when you look up anything for the Hockamock Swamp, everything for the triangle comes up as well. And this was one that I wasn't as familiar with, but it is the Mad Trucker of Copacut Road in Freetown, Massachusetts. I've never heard of this. So this is a like a Freetown local legend that goes back like years. Um, basically, probably I think it said since like the the seventies. Um, some of the earlier cases, like earlier reportings of this, was in the eighties. And apparently, if you drive down Copacut Road in the middle of the night in the dark. Um, all of a sudden, a large truck will appear behind you and almost try to run you off of the road. And this truck will harass you all the way down Copacut Road and then just disappear. I actually have heard of this and a ton, now that you're saying it. Yeah, and so a ton of people have called in reports of being run off the road by this massive truck that will just blow by them and then just disappears and they never see it. Um, they've had like the the headlights will flash like high beams, they'll get the horn honking, everything. Um, and these reports have gone on for decades. Uh the Freetown Police I have goosebumps right now. Oh my god. I know. So the Freetown police will constantly get called to the area, but like they they come up with nothing. So it's become kind of this like local phenomena, the the mad trucker of Copacut Road. Just I'm so scared. <laughs> I'm not going there. It's uh, it's very. It also makes me think there's a, a supernatural episode where there's a mad trucker, and it it makes me think of that episode. But yeah, there's a a mad truck driver who will just run you off the road in Freetown. Yeah, I'm not going there. And that that stretch of road is near the Freetown Fall River State Forest. So. Okay. If anyone's got any um, experiences, yeah, if you've ever been run off the road know. by the trucker, or, or if, if you've seen, seen the hitchhiker, yeah, or been in the forest, anything creepy, or someone at ledge, we would love to fucking hear it. Yes, send us all your spooky, scary stories. But I, I think that's all I got. That's all I got. Yay! All right, so we hope think- you enjoyed another series thank you jen for doing this ah, you did amazing thank you um we've got another episode or another couple handful of episodes in the series so stay tuned yes we hope you guys are enjoying these so we'll leave that at that so stay poop oh stay, stay poop stay poopy stay poopy stay poopy stay poopy stay spooky not poopy <laughs> stay poopy oh wait i did it again <laughs> All right, I'm just going to let Amanda talk. Stay spooky, stay scary, and And stay stay safe. safe. Not poopy. Bye. Not poopy. (laughs)